When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Welcome, legendary listeners. Thanks for tuning in to From the Vault, a second look at some of our classic episodes. Look for a new episode every week. Now, can you go back and listen on your own at OurNewEnglandLegends.com? You bet. But you won't get the added bonus of an After the Legend segment featuring new commentary about that episode from your old pals Jeff and Ray. So let's open up the New England Legends Vault and revisit another legendary episode. Okay, welcome to the vault, everybody. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm saying hi to everybody. We had a nice oh. conversation 10 minutes before we recorded. We did. That's but it's fair. still nice. So it is, and it's I nice am to well. be here. You, you, you look like the strongest man in the world. <laughs> thank you. Arr, check Arr. out those guns. I know, right? Uh, that's what this episode is all about. First aired February 25th, 2021. Enjoy. Uh, eight. Nine. Ten. <laughs> what you doing, Jeff? Spot me, Ray. I'm blasting my pecs. <laughs> yeah, I can see that you're really working that bar. And uh, what do you got on there? Like 25 pound weights? There's two of them. <laughs> right, I, I see that. Plus the weight of the bar. All right, so you came to Voluntown, Connecticut just to go to the gym and lift a few dozen pounds? <laughs> no, Ray. We came to Voluntown looking for Elmer Bitgood, the strongest man in New England. I'm Jeff Belanger. And I'm Ray Osher. Welcome to episode 184 of the New England Legends podcast. If you give us about 10 minutes, we'll give you something strange to talk about today. Voluntown, Connecticut is the next stop on our mission to chronicle every legend in New England, one story at a time. And we're glad you're with us. We are. Yes. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a single strange story. And if you want to get even more involved in our community, be sure to join our super secret New England Legends Facebook group and download our free New England Legends app in your app store. The app gives you access to our entire archives, plus an interactive map with directions to every location we've covered. Almost 200 places and growing each week. Now, before we go searching Voluntown for the strongest man in New England, we want to take a minute and tell you about our sponsor, Nuwadi Herbals. Yes, indeed. You've been hearing us tell you all about their great teas, balms, soaps, and essential oils that Nuwadi Herbals has to offer. They have a tea for every occasion and mood. And since we're talking about strong people and physical training, we want to tell you about their buffalo bone tea. No, there's no buffalo bones in the tea. (laughs) And it won't give you buffalo breath, we promise. But it is named after the buffalo bone, one of the strongest bones used by our ancestors for making tools, weapons, and jewelry. This unique blend of herbs are meant to keep you strong on the inside. And after your workout, a little Indian blanket balm will soothe those sore muscles and joints and get you ready for your next workout. These are Native American-inspired products, herbal remedies from Mother Earth. Please check out their website to see all the great products that we've been telling you about week after week. And you legendary listeners, you get 20% off your order when you use the promo code LEGENDS20 at checkout. Visit NuatiHerbals.com. That's N-U-W-A-T-I Herbals with an S dot com. Okay, so Ray, 
We said earlier we're looking for Elmer Bitgood, the strongest man in New England. Right. Okay, so if he heard us say that, he might just kick our butts. Why is that? Because Elmer Bitgood actually claimed to be the strongest man in the world. Well, in fairness, that would also make him the strongest man in New England by default. Okay, that's a good point. So here's a picture of Elmer with his brother from the May 7th, 1909 Norwich Bulletin newspaper. Wow. That guy is built like a house. Yeah. He looks like he's about as wide as he is tall. (laughs) Are you ready to meet him? I am. Okay, then let's head back to 1909 and set this up. It's May of 1909, and 39-year-old Elmer Bitgood and his brother Doan are posing for the Norwich Bulletin reporter in front of 2,200 pounds of rocks on top of a wooden bench that stands about waist high. Elmer stands about 5 feet 8 inches in height. He's got a 52-inch chest, a 50-inch waist, and he weighs about 300 pounds. Oh, and his biceps? They measure in at 20 inches in circumference. He's wearing a tight black T-shirt. He's got one hand on his hip, and he's puffing his chest out for the camera. So, Elmer, you claim you're the strongest man in the world? I say the strongest man in the world is the man who has authority on the subject and has never been beaten. There may be some people who are stronger than what I am, but as yet I have failed to meet one. I have a perfect right to claim the title until someone can prove that I am not worthy of it. That's fair. Okay, Elmer is getting under the bench, or table, with the rocks on top. He's placing his shoulders up against the bottom front of the bench, and under his hands there's a small stool he's using to steady himself. He's pretty much half bent over with his hands on the stool. Wow. (laughs) Look at that. He's lifted the entire bench about three inches off the ground. And now he's setting it back down as gentle as a feather. 2,200 pounds is a ton of weight. (laughs) It's actually more than a ton. Well, that's a good point. 10% more to be exact. Elmer claims his personal best is 2,600 pounds on this same apparatus. Of course, we're taking Elmer's word for it that those stones do indeed weigh 2,200 or 2,600 pounds. But no matter the exact number, it's clearly a lot of weight. All right, a a little bit more about Elmer. He was born in 1869 right here in Voluntown, Connecticut. There's a bunch of big goods in this region, so he comes from a big family. And I don't just mean there's a lot of them. I mean these bit goods aren't small people. We already saw Elmer's brother, Doan, who is almost as big as Elmer. They also have a brother named Paul, one named Eugene, and one named Robert, plus two sisters, Mary and Elizabeth, and various cousins in the region. Elmer leads a simple life. He works on the family farm here with his brother. He doesn't drink alcohol ever. In fact, the only liquids he ever drinks are water and milk. He's not married, never was, and he's a devout Baptist. He's kind of a gentle giant here in Voluntown. Everyone knows him, and most folks, they like him. Maybe it's because he's so likable that his legend grows. Any neighbors who happen by the Bitgood farm can always stop and ask to see Elmer lift some weight. They say he'll lift up a 180-pound keg over his head with both hands. Or he'll lift a 175-pound rock above his head with one hand, by the way. (laughs) Then there's the special rock dumbbell he had made that weighs 416 pounds. He'll lift that over his head while visitors clap. And from there, the tails get taller. They say Elmer Bitgood used to plow his fields by pushing an actual plow all by himself. (laughs) No team of oxen to pull it. And one day, a stranger stopped by along the road to ask Elmer for directions. 
Elmer lifted his plow to point the way as easily as if you or I might point a stick in the right direction. They say once Paul Bunyan left New England, Elmer Bitgood moved in. And second only to his strength is Elmer's legendary appetite. They say his mom used to cook his dinner in the wash tub. And no matter how much he eats, he's still hungry. I can see how the legend just keeps on growing. Yeah, right? All right, I have a question. Okay. Elmer, how often are you lifting these huge amounts of weight? Is there some kind of regimen you follow? How often? Oh, sometimes three or four times a day and sometimes not for a week. It all depends. If I need exercise, I try it. And if the visitors come along and won't believe I can do it, I just show them. This continues for years. Elmer is a local celebrity. He likes the attention, but there is a price. Hmm, what's that? Well, there's other strong men in the region, of course, and then there are those strong men who tour around the country doing feats of strength at carnivals or even local theaters. And when you claim loud enough that you're the world's strongest man, pretty soon someone's going to come gunning for you. It's true in your local bar. <laughs> it's true across New England. So enter the great Bartello. Who is the Great Bartello? Well, the Great Bartello tours vaudeville theaters around the United States, demonstrating his feats of strength. Uh-huh. Audiences pay for admission to watch him lift. And if you want people to pay money to see you lift weights, you can't exactly call yourself a really strong guy or stronger than most of the people you know. <laughs> no, you've got to be the strongest man in America. No, no, no. You have to be the strongest man in the world. <laughs> okay. that's, that's what sells tickets. Sure. Then the great Bartello arrives in Norwich, Connecticut, where he runs smack dab into the local legend of Elmer Bitgood. Oh, I get it. There can't be two strongest men in the world. No, there can't. The tension only escalates when Elmer posts a sign by the road on his property. The sign is a feats of strength challenge to the great Bartello for all to see. Oh, I like it. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Yeah, and there's some back and forth between the two in the newspapers. Of course. I mean, anyone who claims to be the strongest man in the world can't back down from a challenge. Now, the thing is, each man has different lifts they do to impress audiences. There's the bench lift we witnessed Elmer do earlier, which mostly involves leg strength. There's deadlifting. There's arm curls. But Elmer is specific in his challenge. My idea of a strong man is not the man who can do one little feat or tell of what he has done or what he has heard or read that someone else has done and speak until his breath gets hot. Such men are better off putting up balloons and not dumbbells. My idea is the man who can produce the goods and can handle them. I have the goods and can handle them also. And if Bartello or anyone should like to contend for the title, they are welcome. My proposition is not unreasonable, for it is simply a two-handed grapple with a bar dumbbell from the floor to arm's length over the head as high as one can reach. Bartello positively refused to meet me at my lifts. I cannot get Bartello the Great to enter in a contest of strength with me and I will not indulge in any trick lifting. I I can see the potential problem here. You can? Well, if two guys claiming to be the world's strongest man have a contest, one of them is going to lose. Oh, that's a good point. The great Bartello has more to lose because he's touring in theaters making this claim. If someone beats him, his career is over. Okay, sure. Elmer Bitgood just goes back to the farm either way. Ah, got it. But still, pride can be a powerful thing. Mm. Elmer doesn't want to lose either. The way he remains a local celebrity is to show off his feats of strength at local fairs and events, and all the while his legend grows. 
The newspaper claims he can pick up 250 pounds with the little finger of each hand. The stories, they just go on and on. Meanwhile, the Great Bartello Challenge never does come to fruition. Both men go on their way, each claiming to be the world's strongest. After 1916, Elmer Bitgood kind of fades into legend. There may be some people who are stronger than what I am, but as of yet, I have failed to meet one. I have the perfect right to claim the title until someone can prove that I am not worthy of it. And that brings us back to today. We know Elmer Bitgood died in 1938. And between 1916 and 1938, he's not really mentioned in the papers again. Now granted, in 1916, he was 47 years old, and one can only display feats of strength for so long before Father Time catches up with you. You know, unless you're Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. But it does suck getting old. It does. If Elmer Bitgood taught us anything, it's that one way to retain your title of world's strongest man is to avoid challenges from mm. people who might dethrone you. Yeah. Still, I love how the legend of Elmer grew. Yeah. As one person is trying to describe just how strong this guy is to others, you can't help but exaggerate, you know, just a little. We saw one story in the newspaper about a claim that Elmer used to hoist a cow in his barn with a leather strap over one of the beams. Elmer was said to pull off this act only using his teeth. <laughs> oh, ouch. Mm. So we were wondering how Elmer's claims would compare to today. In 1993, the Guinness Book of World Records reported that Greg Ernst lifted 5,340 pounds. Now, to give you a comparison, a four-door Toyota RAV4 weighs about 4,700 pounds. Okay, so maybe Elmer Bitgood wasn't the strongest man in the world, even at his time, but he made a name for himself then, and here we are still talking about him all these years later. That makes him a legend. Given we have no reports of anyone besting him, it's fair to call Elmer Bitgood the strongest man in New England. Want to see some pictures of Elmer Bitgood? Head over to our website and use your strongest finger (laughs) to click on episode 184. The strength of our podcast lies in our community of legendary listeners, and our backbone is our Patreon patrons. For just three bucks per month, these folks get early access to new episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. They keep us going and growing. If you can help us out, please head over to patreon.com slash New England Legends to sign up. And we love when you folks reach out to us, either through our website, social media, or our legend line that you can call and text anytime, 617-444-9683. You can even leave our show closing on there for us. We'd like to thank Dave Schrader for lending his voice acting talents this week. Dave is from Darkness Radio and the Holzer Files television series that you can watch right now on Discovery+. Plus. And, of course, our theme music is by John Judd. Hello from Kentucky. I'm Shaw Reynolds, a proud patron of New England Legends, here to remind you the bizarre is closer than you think. All right, let's dig into this episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I love that when you make an incredible claim, then you throw it on others to disprove it. For example, let's say I were to say I'm the smartest person in the whole world. Okay. Right? 
I don't feel that way. Sure. Um, but let's pretend let's it. Pretend. In a, it, in a weird galaxy far, far away, you're the smartest man in the world. It's on you. No, no, no. Let's pretend I claim it. Oh, you claim it. I'm you're claiming. not, but you claim it. I claim it. Maybe I even believe it. Okay. Um, it's on you to prove me wrong. And how can you prove me wrong? Take this uh, SAT test. Let's say I do on it, Jeff. No, I don't want to. I don't need to do that. Okay. Um, well, let me ask you some trivia questions. Well, that's trivia. That doesn't mean smart necessarily. I'm not going to take the test. Right. Uh, well, well uh, Stephen Hawking's probably smarter than you. No, not a chance. And it's just your word. It's, that's it. Yeah. That's And if I just stick to it over and over and you're like, but you have no advanced degrees, you have no you know, yeah. patents to your name. Can't prove it. Right. I, I, I can't prove it to you, but you can't disprove it either. That is true, unless you're willing to Go take a test it. or, yeah. Which is exactly what Elmer Bitgood wouldn't do. Well, he would sort of do it, right? But then, of course, um, the, he was challenged, right? He did it, but nobody had anything to compare it to. Well, Bartello the Great said, I will challenge you, and, and both had a lot to lose. Right. Right? When you say, like, all right, let's settle this, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Right? Uh, one of us is going to come out of this the loser, and our claims, I'm, I'm now the second strongest man. Right. Nobody but nobody waits in line for a picture with the world's no. second strongest man. Unless he's regional. I'm the strongest regional man. Mm. You, know, you could even do that. Yeah. In New England, I'm the strongest man alive. Yeah. No, you know, not the same. I don't know. Like, if, but so, the, and that's, and I wouldn't pay a nickel at a circus to see that. I'll tell no, you that. I'm the strongest man in this township. <laughs> Right township, right? Give him the township, not yeah, the town. Yeah. Not even the city in the township. <laughs> and so, uh, so I was thinking about that, and I was like, "And we're not going to talk politics. We don't do that." But my goodness gracious, right? It's a, it's a little relatable. It is so relatable when a politician says something crazy and then just repeats did, when, it over and over. When did you ever hear something like that? <laughs> Once in a blue moon, <laughs> it pops up on 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 the the media or social media or whatever. You know, it, we can. I think we can talk politics, but it, it can't be one side or the no, other. So generic, we're right in the middle. We're, we're generic here. Yeah, they do it, and and you make a claim, and you, it's absurd, and you go, but that's that's impossible. Mm. No, it's true. Uh, I can fly. I can literally fly. Sure. Just vote for me. Show me. And maybe I'll... Sh- no, no, vote for me and I will show you. Yeah. And then that never, still never happens. I don't want to right now. Yeah. But if you, you have to believe in me or I... Of course I can fly. It's funny you say that because I had an idea for a sitcom. It was a guy living in an apartment building. Mm-hmm. One of his neighbors was a superhero, but he couldn't prove it. He just was a superhero. Right. But he never had a reason to show his friends... His powers, right? So he would never do that. So but nothing he would claim, bad ever happened around his. No, friend. not yeah. really. No, no and no, uh, but no but he claimed call. he had superpowers yeah. and just didn't want to show them. No, I love it. And then like you know, and would he tell his friends and their friends were like, no, you don't. And and then but, he was pretty confident, but he would never. I'm like, at some point, you start believing him. Maybe he is. So, you just haven't showed us. Well, I'm asking. So in the sitcom, do yeah. we then cut to a scene where he's like at work and suddenly, oh no, I need my superpowers. Where are my friends? But ah, oh. oh, they don't see it. Uh, it wouldn't be until season four. Okay, wow. Yeah, really when they're trying to keep out. the thing going, you actually right. see his powers. He yeah. goes out and does his thing, but the friends aren't around, so gets, they still don't know. Yeah, in season five, he gets married, they have a baby, Yeah, <laughs> and we've jumped the shark. Exactly. There's yeah. like a little kid involved now. <laughs> right, we know right. what happens when a baby shows up. Got it. And then the last episode, of course, is him saving everybody from a burn- the burning apartment building. Right. Flying them out of the window, wow. and then cuts it black. Series over. We give a lot of great ideas away on this podcast. If Hollywood's listening, I had the character, but I didn't have anything else. No story. I know we lived in an apartment. It was like a Kramer type character. Got it. Got it. That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, So I I was looking. Thanks for workshopping that with me. (laughs) No, it's great. Uh, Are we recording yet? I I don't know. Oh, I think it's all gold. I hope I am. Cut all this out or something. Uh, So I I did start to look up um, how much can a human being possibly lift. Hmm. 
And it's quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit more than you or I could lift, I assure you, uh, even collectively. Um, so um, first of all, uh, we, di- we did mention in the, uh, in the episode there was a, a person who lifted over 5,000 pounds. So there's different lifts. The deadlift record, like sure. in, in like an Olympic whatever event, uh, I'm probably going to say this name wrong, forgive me, uh, Oleksiy Novikov of the Ukraine set a world record. Um, deadlifting 1,185 pounds, 2020 World's Strongest Man. Although in 2022, at a different competition, he lifted 1,210 pounds, mm. so another 25 pounds more. Claims he can lift 5,000. Well, right. So here's the other thing. So um, our good friend El, uh, Elmer Bitgood, the man in the story, claimed he could lift um, 2,600 pounds. Mm, that's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, with a leg press... You know, the leg, you lay on your yeah. back and you press the leg. The leg press, um, there are multiple bodybuilders who can do over 2,000 pounds with the leg press. That's quite a bit. Yeah, you can legs. do more. You'd be surprised how much you could push with your legs. All of us have way more strength with yeah. our legs. All of us do. The back lift, world record. Ready for this? Back lift. 1985, Paul Anderson, 6,270 pounds. Back lift. Now, where's that coming That's from? Like, Is it right behind it, your it, neck? It's already um, on the... Oh, yeah, the bar. And then you lift... And then, yeah, uh, with 6, your back. 6,000 pounds? 6,270 pounds, right? Oh, yeah. Well, don't forget the 270 pounds. That's like a small car. Yeah. That, That's, that doesn't sound right, but that, I mean, if it's documented. I, I, did, I mean, I saw pictures of the guy, and I'm like, okay. I mean, he was a mountain <laughs> of a person, just yeah. you know, completely. I don't think I ever want to get to that point. No, that's why we don't work out that much. No, that's exactly why. That's exactly I don't want to have to lift 6,000 pounds and show off. I, I like to keep my car keys in my front pocket. <laughs> when you got arms like that, you can't get your arm down into your front pocket. Those become useless. What a waste. I mean, do you think you could fight a guy like that? You wouldn't want him to grab a hold of you. You probably could. You, but you could dodge run him. around. Yeah. yeah, just get behind him. Right. Probably not fast. Yeah, no. Has no swing. None. At all. Take him 10 minutes to turn around. So if you yeah. can get behind him, like kick the knees or something, like, yeah. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's amazing. I, and bodybuilding, you know, my goodness. Um, mm. I saw a great, we're going to get motivational now. Uh, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking about, um, you know, when he was doing bodybuilding and he was one of yeah. the, one of the big bodybuilders of the world, he was talking about how, uh, you know, people can't help but compare, especially with bodybuilding. Cause we're talking about numbers, weight, right. I can lift this, you can lift that. I'm stronger than you. Therefore, you know, it's measurable, but he was talking about when he could bench press whatever his max was. I have no idea. Whatever his max was, he's like, that's me operating at 100%. If you are bench pressing 100 pounds, that's you operating at 100%. Mm. And that's, he said, he was trying to change the narrative. Gotcha. Be like, you're not trying to get to 400 pound bench presses. Oh, yeah. Everybody. You mean in yeah. general, yeah. 400's the number. But, it's know, not. Yeah. No, no, no. Of course not. He's yeah. like, you're trying to get to your 100%. Yeah. It makes sense. And I'm trying to get to my 100%. We're built differently. We're different people. And I thought that was kind of cool. I'm yeah. like, and, and, he, and of course, it applies to everything, right? Like my 100% in, in this line of work or in this art or whatever is, is different than yours. Right. And so I thought that was a kind of a cool way to look at it. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so people are out there lifting a lot of weight, then putting it back down, lifting it up again, putting it back down. Sometimes they blow muscles out of their back. Yeah, and um, we do a podcast. That's it. <laughs> I'd like to spend my time doing this rather than in a gym all day. Well, right. makes more sense. No, and I I get it for and, me. And I tr- I mean I run three days a week. I do try to like take care of my health and my body. Mm. But I realize, like, I only have so much time to give that. Right. And the people that are sculpted, any idea the amount of hours you have to devote to that? I can't at my age. It's too late. No. Right. I am what I am. Well, not only that, but, like, 
who has like three, four hours a day in the gym and uh, like the, the chef to give you the right amount of proteins and all that other stuff. Rich people, actors, rich people and actors. Yeah. Yeah. The guys who see like the, like the, uh, the Marvel characters like Thor and those guys right. are all jacked up because they have money. I remember seeing an interview with one of the female lead co-stars with one of the, it doesn't matter which one, who cares? Maybe it was Aquaman, maybe whatever. But she was saying, she's like, we would literally have to take breaks in filming so they could bring him meat. <laughs> she's, she's like, that sounds like a Momoa thing. Yeah. Right, like, so he, he needed to consume so much, so much protein. Yeah. Like, so like meat break and they'd bring him a steak or something. He would eat the meat, like whatever. And then, because that's how you maintain that. Right. I mean, imagine needing a steak break. A steak break. I mean, it sounds fantastic. Actually, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> if we're being honest, that does sound pretty good. Burger break, steak like, break, taco break. I'll take them the, all. Ray's on the radio. He's like, all right, so we got news and weather coming up, and I'll be back after my steak break. So stay tuned. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to try that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, we're back. I'm just, I'm not done with the steak. Oh, my gosh, this is good. Uh, yeah, steak break. Maybe they're onto something. All right. I, I've, I've said that in sort of a mocking tone, and now I, I retract all of it. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, sign me up for the steak break. Anyway, well, for those who are out there power lifting, good on you. And uh, I hope you're operating at your own 100%. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.